Welcome to Weekend Rental. We are your gaming and geek culture podcast. This is episode 92. As always, I'm your host, Ryan, and I'm joined by Andy. Hey. And Biff. What's going on, guys? All right. So we are coming back um, after a wonderful crossover with our friends over at Geekade. Um, we uh, we got to have a good conversation last time with um, the dudes from Chris and Dan from Stone Age Gamer Podcast. Um, appreciated them taking the time to do that with us. It was a marathon, two podcasts recorded back to back, many hours, and I gotta say it was a ton of fun. Those guys are real down to earth. I Again, learned what if, a bidet was and oh, how man. to use one. So enlightening. It was so inform uh informational. It yes. was awesome. Yeah, I, I I'd encourage all our listeners if they haven't gone back and listened to our last episode and then the very first part on Stone Age Gamers podcast, please still do that. Follow those guys. Um, they're good shit. It was it was a fun conversation. Hopefully we can do something again down, down the road. Yeah. But speaking of the road, a couple of the crew here hit the road last weekend. Yeah. Um Andy One and myself, wasn't invited. Sorry. It's not that you weren't invited, you had a thing to get back to. Still it didn't it didn't hurt at all seeing the pictures and rubbing it in my face. <laughs> I did bring you a stack of games on Monday. You can't be too upset. You did. Thank you for that. Yes. For the low, low price of friendship. <laughs> um, True. Yeah. So uh, there was a video game swap meet happening. Um, Andy and I passed through in the St. Cloud, Minnesota area. Uh, Mobile Game World put that on. It was great as always. Uh, those guys are awesome. Check out their Facebook page, Mobile Game World. Um, but yeah, they had some deals for us there, but we kind of just passed through. Um, our real goal was... Well, hey, it's it's after the holidays. Right now is usually a pretty good time for uh, Walmart and Target clearance. Let's let's do a, a a victory lap around the Minneapolis area, the outskirts, see what we can get. And it just so happened that we timed it with, coincidentally, the markdowns that Walmart was doing. Um, so a lot of like your Xenoblades, Octopath Travelers stuff on the Switch was down to ten bucks. We were finding current gen. And previous gen, well, I guess it's technically previous gen and the gen before that now, I guess, because I don't count the <laughs> five and series yet because we can't get them. But we were finding games for three cents, literally. Um, I, w- I will say it was like not like it's, it's not the same as going out and finding like um, Earthbound uh, for 50 cents at a pawn shop, but to consistently be finding deals at pretty much every retail store we went to. It was pretty awesome. Yeah. Three cents. Three cents. I, when you sent that picture, I mean, it's just, it's so strange when you look at typical Walmart items, $19.99, $9.99, yeah. and to see something for three cents, which is officially probably the cheapest thing in the entire store. It probably cost them more to have that employee print out that sticker and put it on the game. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> that. That blew me away, even though the games weren't stellar games by any means, but three cents. Right. It's a replacement case. All. You yeah. have to buy them all. Yeah. So the the next day that I went alone, I found a spot that had a bunch of three cent games and it took about three people to 
allow them to sell them to me. Really? They didn't want to do it? Yeah, because the first one's like, uh, this ain't right. And then the next person's like, can we do a price check? And these were, they didn't have the sticker on them, but they were still three cents in the system. Right. So they did a price check and they're like, I don't see anything back there. But I'm like, well, I saw it online. That's why I'm here. And then the, like, finally, like a manager came over and they're like, oh yeah, okay, whatever. It's what the price is. So. Well, yeah, that's kind of the secret to all of this is Walmart doesn't consistently mark that stuff down. Some of the stores did, but you really got to get that Walmart app and then just scan stuff with their online feature at the store you're in because they'll have the sticker and it'll say 50 bucks or in the case for the three cent games, like 20 bucks. But you scan the UPC with your phone and it tells you what it's going to ring up in that store. So like you're able to get these deals that people just don't know about because they're not looking for that. But I mean, we so we got some pretty good quality stuff at three cents so for like the ps3 you got the fallout new vegas complete collection that's a great deal you got arkham uh, asylum we got a couple copies of rocket arena which we discussed we think is now a free-to-play game so it's kind of pointless and then you were saying you got doom bf doom 3 bfg edition for the xbox one for three cents yep and then a couple other random 360 games i mean that's that's great yeah yeah they're definitely get rid of probably anything that you can't play on like current xbox or something like that i don't know yeah i did see i was kind of pissed because like i was super excited to get control for five bucks and then i read the news the control the complete edition is free this month or (laughs) february for ps4 and ps5 which is fine i still like to have a physical copy but yeah the, the the other stuff we were getting for like ps4 and xbox i mean a lot of that stuff was five dollars or less i mean we were getting a lot of doom uh, the 2016, no, not 20. Yeah, you got Doom, but we were getting um, most of their stuff. Skyrim. Um, trying to think. Uh, Overwatch, Diablo 3, the Ultimate Collection, the one yeah. that Nate just paid like 30 bucks for. It was like five at some, which is crazy. Um, then we were getting some combo packs of like Rainbow Siege, and um, those were like two. They were they were five dollars, but you're getting two games. So yeah. I mean, it was again, like you said, it wasn't like tippy top tier stuff although the switch stuff was really good if you're an rpg fan Mm -hmm. you can't pass that up so yeah it's pretty crazy that's for sure i think it's probably one of our best hauls like if you if you look at value to price paid oh yeah for sure because usually we hit a lot of retro stores and come out with cool stuff but you never get it at you know rock bottom prices right yeah and definitely not pawn shops really anymore either so no, we had, yeah, we hit one or two okay pawn shops, which was surprising. And I did some wheeling and dealing at the swap meet. I made a trade and got myself a copy of Rescue Rangers 2 on the NES. Uncommon game. Never thought I'd have it in my collection. Pretty excited about that. Nate isn't <laughs> upset at all. Nope. I thought you had that one, to be honest. Shut up. Well, you have a lot of games compared to me. Congratulations for being so awesome. Wheeling and dealing behind my back. It doesn't hurt. Oh my gosh. Behind your, it was not behind your back, Nate. It was 100% behind my back. <laughs> you know it, and I will not argue. Yeah, that's uh, that's amazing stuff. I mean, that's Biff. so, Sorry, so awesome. <laughs> it, it's, it's so awesome what you guys found and i mean i reap some of the benefits too it, it was cool with to see 
you know, the Lion King Aladdin mix for five bucks and on the switch. And that was one that I wanted at some point, but I'm like, ah, you know, 30 some dollars. I, I don't want to, and switch just never really goes down much, unfortunately. Yeah. And so I've played the games before Sega Genesis, all that stuff, but to get it for five bucks is awesome to get Spyro for a dollar on the PS4. I mean, that's just cool stuff that and good deals. So a little jealous, yeah. a little jealous, but they must have like massively overestimated <clears throat> the hype that they were going to get for those, that Lion King and Aladdin collection. Cause I feel like those just never really left store shelves. I mean, I've been seeing them clearanced yeah. out for every other console, but finally the switch ones dropped. Yeah. Well, especially like if you see that and you grab it and then you look at the back and you're like, oh, this isn't a new Lion King game. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. the common person yeah. isn't going to realize it's just a combo pack of old games. Yeah. And my favorite part of that trip is like we had a little bit of weather and me being a nervous old man. This really kind of tells our age. We just got a hotel at like eight o'clock probably. And no joke, uh, we had double beds in case anyone's wondering. We didn't <laughs> share a bed. But Andy falls asleep by like Andy falls asleep by like nine twenty. <laughs> just this is just totally showing our age. And then I'm about to nod off, and Andy missed out on this. But we had uh, so we had hockey. This hotel was like booked up with like kids' hockey teams. So we had a Bemidji hockey team all around us, you know. And you, I, you know, for any of the, you out there listening or unfamiliar with how hockey teams work like that, you know, all the parents basically party all weekend while their kids play hockey so there's a lot a lot of booze involved and about 10 30 at night i'm woken up to this horrendous domestic argument through the wall and i just hear a guy screaming why well, i do this never did and then i do the other thing and no matter what i do it's always wrong it's always my fault and the, the screaming like this goes on forever a bunch of obscenities keep in mind that these people are with a group so everyone asks me i'm like this is not the time or the place and this goes on for like an hour Finally, the woman chimes in, wakes me back up about 11, and then she's really giving it to that guy, and oh, it was lovely. It was a lovely experience. And Andy, <laughs> and Andy slept you it slept all. through the whole thing. <laughs> the doors were slamming, F-bombs were being thrown in the hallway. Oh it was gosh. awesome. Just remember I when you're like staying at hotels, Anytime people, we're game hunting, you never have good hotel experiences. It's always yeah. uh, bad weather. Weird hotel situations. That's all I've ever experienced with you guys. Yeah. Yeah, we always hit a storm. I don't know why that is. It's great. It's great. But what have you guys been playing? I think Biff has has uh, probably a tale to tell. I mean, he's been giving me the cliff notes on, um, you know, the phone. We've been texting back and forth <laughs> about this epic journey he went on for the greatest game of all time. <laughs> Yeah, um, that's all a lie. Uh, so I, I've been, I think I mentioned this a couple of weeks ago on the podcast about um, just trying to get into some of those classics, trying to beat some of those, the games that you're like, man, I should just do it and just just get it done. And, and I've been wanting to beat it forever. And so I went through A Link to the Past. I went through that in December, maybe. And then January, I kicked off with Legend of Zelda and had a great experience. Grinded out that game. That game is so cryptic. 
like I said, and I reach out to Ryan. I don't know why I reach out to Ryan when like I complete a game and I'm like, Hey, hooray me. Look how awesome I am. And then I was like, what's next? And he says, Oh, adventures of link. Zelda I mean, you've been on a Zelda kick. It would complete the first three oh. games for you. Right. Right. And so me being an idiot was like, yeah, sure. No problem. I probably haven't gotten past like two action scenes on it. I'll grind away at that. No big deal. This is the worst NES game I've experienced. This is, I know it's a classic for so many of you out there, but I hate you guys. I hate everyone that loves this game. And it is, it is awful. One, so many action scenes. Every two steps, it was like Castlevania 2, where it's, oh, geez, I'm in another one of these. I'm in another. Uh, it was nonstop. And it's cryptic. You don't know where to go. There's hidden things that I got to the second castle. Uh, this would have been, you have to go through, uh, what is it, Mount um, Doom? It sounds right. I don't know, something like that. Whatever Zelda stupid name that is. And you start going through this dumb maze, going through one door. Nope, that's not it. Go back out. But you have to grind all the way back to the door. And it just, it was awful. It was the worst experience I ever had. And my wife, and I'm screaming at the TV, tossing controllers. (laughs) And my wife's like, you know, you have the free will not to play that game, right? <laughs> I was like, no, I'm I think this I far into it. that too. Yeah. yeah, I'm this far into it, which is like the second palace. I'm this far into it. I've grinded this game. I'm going to own. And it was, it was brutal all the way through until the final boss. And you're like, oh, that's it. Crunching I grinded away for nothing. And uh, I did beat the game. But Congrats. I don't know if I'm proud of it. I I don't know. Well, I mean, most people turn back because, I mean, it is it is a schlog. I mean, the random encounter rate mm-hmm. is nuts, you know, and you do have to grind a lot to beef up your stats. Otherwise, you're not going to make it through the next palace. So, yeah. Yeah, you I mean, find yourself getting through one level of the, the dungeon and then you're like, oh, I got to find a town. I'm out of magic. I'm right. I'm beeping. There's no fairies anywhere in that stupid game. Yeah. Except for at the very beginning when you don't need them. Yeah, it is not forgiving like at all. That's that's for no. sure. Did you use the rewind feature at all in the dungeons? No. It was die, go back to the... I don't know how many times I saw that you know, to be continue or continued. The, say, I, oh man, I love that. I love when you die in that game though. Just the Ganon like, rah, rah, rah. Yeah, mean, but you best. don't face Ganon. No, I know, but I, I actually didn't know that. And I got to the end. I was like, where's, where's Ganon? I'm beating up this weird spirit angel thing. And then I fight myself. Dark Link, Shadow yeah. Link. Yeah. And then I was super confused because I wasn't paying attention to the story at this point. I was like, I'm just going to beat this game to beat this game. It took a long time. I don't know how many hours. It took a long time. A week yeah, of I mean, solid I was going to say, I, I got many texts over at least a week of you 
telling me how much you hated me in that game. So <laughs> yeah, I was like, why did you big? I hate you. I hate oh. you. Well, then I was like trying to calm him down and be like, it's not that bad. He's just like freaking out. He's like, it's the worst game I've ever played. You beat it then. I'm like, oh, okay, I guess. Yeah, I have, how I far can. have you gotten on that game? I told you I was going to finish AVGN and then I'll pick it up. You're a liar. As promised, I'll give you the end screen with my taint in it like we talked about. So, <laughs> so I'm, I'm scared to ask. What's the next game that I play? I think that's. I, think I don't you know where break. to go. I think you need a um, break from your, at least from Zelda. Maybe from the NES. I thought about jumping into Luigi's Mansion, three. Um, yeah, and yeah. Oh, that's uh, fun. And trying to just beat that. I did beat. It's like thirty-five hours though. I mean, it's really? a long one. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So I beat. Um, I think we beat Doom 3, or not Doom, Diablo 3 on PS4, right? We beat... Uh, we we beat the game, but not the expansion. So yeah, we've got one beat last the expansion, act, which we can jump into. I'd be willing yeah, to do that. I just beat the expansion on Xbox One. Okay. And then the guys that I was playing with, they're like, okay, we're done. Let's go play something else. No, I was no, like, no, I hear the, the game, game starts. just starts now. <laughs> Yeah, but I think they're done with it, and no, so I was wrong. excited, and now I don't think anybody else is excited about it. And they're like, "Oh, it wasn't that hard, right?" And I'm like, "Because that's not the game." Yeah, I was like, "No, you're just—I'm a necromancer, just blowing the crap out of things, and it's awesome." Yeah, now you now you get into the rifts, and you run for like you're putting together loot, and yeah, it gets way better at the end. Yeah, I want. So, yeah, I want to. We'll, we'll, we'll fire it up on the PS4 because I, I want to get back into it too, and I know. Um, Danton has talked about wanting to jump back in and I'm sure Brandon would too. So, I mean, yeah. the playability is, I love that game. I <laughs> yeah. really do. I, 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 do I now disappointed that I took so long to get into it, but I, I really, really enjoy that. So That's I crossed cool. off Diablo and I mean, technically like a story of Diablo and then yeah, some of these retro games, just trying to figure out what to play, what, what's next on the list so right you guys out there let me know yeah maybe, maybe rescue rangers too you know what i don't have that game so shit up how about you a metroid mini i oh, did yeah. i beat um metroid on the nes last year hmm. yeah um, do you have prime no For oh GameCube? yeah i do i do that's pretty fun i I haven't tried that one, and I haven't done Super Metroid either. Uh, but maybe I want to kind of get out of that eight bit, sixteen bit this next go round. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, maybe that. So you say Metroid Prime? Prime? I like Prime. Prime is like a very good three D interpretation of what you kind of imagined you were exploring as a kid. I think it's it's good. Is it a grind? I really just, I don't want to play a grinding game right now. No. So there's like, there's a lot of like scan this to look up things, but it's like just story elements in that game. And if you don't care about it, it's, it's not that long. I mean, what would you think, Andy, if you were just going to like not worry about that? I mean, it's probably like, it's under 20. I never 15. played all the way through it. So yeah, I, don't I don't, I don't feel like it's that long. It's really good. I think you'd like it. There's a lot of backtracking because okay. it's Metroid. Mm -hmm. But it's I don't know it's really fun. And I think I think that's just where where I'm at in my collection now. That I love what I have, and I've played so much of it. But it's like ten minutes here, twenty minutes here, right. get halfway through, and then quit. And I'm like, man, 
I buy these things to enjoy and, and why not? And so that's, I don't know. That's kind of what I've been wanting to do is just beat more games. And even those, I could easily quit on adventures. The link could easily quit, but I knew that I just wanted to say that I beat it and just oh. get it done with. I'll play it next for you. Cause it's been on my to-do list to go back. Cause I've gotten like halfway through the game before and I just kind of fell off. So but I, I don't mind the I don't mind the grinding the random encounters as much as you did. Like I kind of hated it. After a while I got into it and I think it was just because I'd played maybe more of those games than you have. Yeah. But um, and it's just so drastically different from the first one. And yeah. So even as a kid, you you can go back and be like, oh, this is why people hated this one, or they didn't think it was as good, or there's right. people that liked it more just because it was so drastically different. Yeah, I would never say it's anywhere near as good as the original, but it's it's good in its own right. I mean, any game where you can visit a whore and your life gets filled <laughs> up overnight is fine. An but, old one and a young one. Yeah, I mean, the variety is the spice of life, and Link knew that, so. Yeah. But, yeah, speaking on, of AV... It's oh, on Switch, ahead. right? It's on the yeah, it's Switch on online. online. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so speaking, speaking of the AVGN, I did finally beat that. Actually, I just beat it. So I beat the, I bought the combo pack because I got the vinyl soundtrack. I was like, ah, I liked that soundtrack in that game. I'm going to order this. It's like three, three uh, full length uh, LPs. So it was a good grab. Um, but then I was like, well, if I got the vinyl, I might as well get the new port to the Switch, the remastered deluxe or whatever. And then, so I beat two, which is, a, and if you haven't played those games, they're funnier if you're, an angry video game nerd fan because a lot of the jokes and the humor are in there, but they're just really good, difficult platformers anyway. So the second one's way better. Um, it hadn't come to consoles. I think it was only steam. So I blew through that. And then I was like, well, I guess if I, and it, there's like a new bonus section. So if you beat both games, it unlocks that. So then I, the other night, Monday, when we got back from our road trip, I sat down that afternoon, blew through um, the first game. Uh, so that was fun to revisit that. I had beat it on the Wii U. And then tonight, before we uh, started recording, I beat the uh, Tower of Doom like expansion area. It's like four additional levels and then like a tough boss. But yeah, that's a like for fifteen dollars if you're an action platformer guy um, and don't mind some difficulty and a lot of dying. I mean, I think there was one level that because it keeps your death counted at one hundred and eighteen times. Oh but man! It was mostly because I refused to want to learn the boss pattern. I was just like, no, I'm gonna brute force this thing, and it did not work on <laughs> that one. Um, so that was my own doing. But those are really good games. They hold up. They're funny. Um, can't let your kids play them because of the swearing. You know, if they can, well, it, it doesn't swear out loud, but it's text. But yeah, it's a, it's a, that's a really good package. They had no reason at this point to really redo those the way they did because it's, I don't know how many copies that's going to sell. Maybe it'll do pretty well, but it's fun. Um, so yeah, not. You know, the funny thing is, is when you play through those consecutively, like I did, by the time you get to the bonus area, that's supposed to be like uber tough. You're just so used to the game at that point that I just kind of blew through it. It was a little almost uneventful, but. But yeah, I was just happy that I finally, you know, played a game again and beat them. So hasn't happened in a while. Yeah, that's awesome. Spent a little bit of time, too, with those uh, collections and there's a big sale uh, on the Switch eShop. The Castlevania collection, the Contra collection, and then the arcade classics, Konami arcade classics, which is basically just the Gradius, yeah, Gradius stuff. 
they were all four ninety nine each. So I'm like, well, I'm just buying all of these. So been dabbling, dabbling a little in that. Haven't you know stuck to anything yet? I, I still want to beat the original three, and maybe I'll skip two Castlevanias. Um, but I played that. What is it? Kid Dracula that had never gotten a US port. I played a little bit of that. Yeah. That that would have been a pretty cool NES game over here. Um, and it's nice because you can get the Japanese versions too. So instead of fighting the ghosts at the end of the first level, you're fighting the clan members with the <laughs> swastikas on their foreheads, which is kind of hilarious to see. Yeah, wow. Well, we've had a pretty fierce dig dug competition going on in our household. Um, and I've I've kind of thrown my hands up i can't compete but uh my son and my wife are just going back and forth every day trying to get that high score and they have two different means of doing it my my uh my son just goes to the top every every time right at the beginning of the level and just waits for all the monsters to come up there and he just pumps them up and kills them for the points so he's he's managing the crowd really well while my wife is trying to do it the normal way of trying to, you know, squash them with rocks for more points and stuff like that. But it's a little bit more dangerous and it's, uh, it's been interesting to follow along because it's, <laughs> they both have, uh, different ways of doing it. And any rage quits yet? Uh, no, not really, but okay. there's, there's, there's a lot of shit talking back and forth. <laughs> so that's awesome. Yeah. It's funny that like the simplest method will hold out like and then he just picked up on it right away because I yeah. mean that's kind of how I used to play as a kid too but now like when I, I'm doing the same thing I'm like nah I want to do the combo thing but yeah bites in the ass a bunch. Yeah. It's great. So Kids, on top find of the, the moment, simple ways. Who holds it right now? Uh my wife has it right now. Okay tomorrow it's gonna be a different story yeah it's, it's just a i think it's a losing proposition though as soon as you know once my wife gets a hang of the first few levels where she can really rack up the points right away i think she's gonna I think she's gonna clinch it nothing like crushing your kids dreams you know? then good, again good. he'll just move on to something he'll be like i'm i'm the king of pack land i'll be like yep you can have it you you, you, you are <laughs> <laughs> uh that's awesome we've also um been playing some dreams my son and i i so you know andy's been a big fan of dreams you talked about it when it first came out and i finally found it on a clearance rack for like 11 bucks a couple one or a couple weeks ago and um yeah i don't know that there's a ton of lasting appeal to dreams but there is definitely it's almost like going through the YouTube algorithm and just like what random thing will it recommend for me? So my son and I just, we'll do keyword searches or we'll just pick out random stuff. And it's just hilarious. So been having a blast with that. We were playing a bunch of like really janky breath of the wild, like rip off things that are just <laughs> for whatever reason, those are never anywhere close. Like there are people that have made like pretty good Mario and pretty good Zelda, but nobody's done a Zelda that, or a pretty good Mario and pretty good Sonic, but nobody's done a Zelda that isn't just cringy. And it's pretty awesome. That uh that game is an interesting concept that I don't know that has quite found the audience they'd hoped it was. No. It's it's still the Wild West and I think it'll stay that way. <laughs> yeah. 
if the servers last another year, I'll be surprised. Yeah. Pretty cool though. Yeah, hopefully they can make a you know have a way to download those and keep them somewhere. I don't know how that yeah. would even work, but yeah, or maybe they'll do something and they'll get a second life on the PS5 and they'll bring servers across. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Unlike you know the servers that Nintendo's shutting down and crushing everyone's dreams of Mario Maker, it's too bad. Yeah. That really sucks because it's not a one-to-one to Mario 2, right? Right. Like, we've played a lot of Mario Maker 2 lately, and it's, for the most part, it's all the same there, but I, there's a few things. Like, I do they have Amiibo stuff in the second no. one? No, they got okay. it. That's what I was wondering. I was trying to figure out, because that was, like, one of the coolest things, that they had all those little sprites for every character, pretty much. But Yeah, and I think they brought a few of them over now, but it's, yeah, not the same function. Oh. That Mario 2 stuff in there is kind of cool, but I wish they, I guess you can't do the whole thing, the whole Mario 2 package in there, but they've done a lot. I haven't been back since they've done those major updates, so I haven't even seen any of that stuff. Yeah, there's a... Uh, I need to pick put up, it in again. It's the whole pick up and throw from Mario 2 on everything. Nice. Although I hate that, but... Well, yeah. It's I the don't weird know what, one. What's Mario 2? <clears throat> Doki Doki Panic? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know which one you're talking about. <laughs> Wasn't that a game that you just recently beat, too? No. Oh. I've never you, beaten that game. Really? It's, never not, that, beaten that it's game. not that bad, actually. Once you get through... I've gotten... There's a couple rough sections. Maybe but... halfway through and have died. Okay. Well, play it on the All-Stars collection, because then you can at least save at world levels. Hmm. Uh, mm. that's how i beat it i've never beaten it on the nes without a save i just ran out of patience and would shut it off yeah <clears throat> but yeah it's been on my list i just because it's a mario game and uh, i don't really care for it yeah i'm not uh, a fan but yeah i don't know one of these days maybe i'll grind it out if i can do zelda i can do that Probably yeah, and not. if you can beat Zelda 2, you can definitely crush Mario 2. Just got to get good. Yeah. It's kind of weird, though, that, like, when you think about that game, you knew where all the warps were in Mario 1, but for whatever reason, and, and 3, but for whatever reason, like, there was no schoolyard secrets to Mario no. 2 for me. Like, yeah, I guess I learned a couple, like on the ice level, there's that one where you can throw a thing at a secret door, but yeah, I didn't, it wasn't ever the same level of just inherently knowing, you're right. But it was the first time we got a shit ton of merch, which was super exciting to see Mario <laughs> on everything. Because it's funny, you think about Mario 2 now, and I certainly don't hold it in like super high regard, but like I'm looking at all my vintage merch, and you know, 2 was the first time they like had a model to base it off of, kind of, and yeah, I got all these mugs and everything, and it's just the stupid Mario jumping with a giant radish. Yeah. Like, this just doesn't hold up. I mean, he hasn't had a radish in any other game <laughs> since, so it's weird. Speaking of Mario, you guys, is anyone else, like, super excited about that Bowser's Fury, like, 3D World thing coming out next month? Yeah, that looks crazy. Yeah. Like, like 
you were talking about how it's kind of maybe open worldish or something like that, which is, yeah, I don't know. That's yeah. So I'm a little disappointed because we've talked about it on the show before and I like 3d world because it, I mean, it was 3d, but it was still like individual compartmentalized levels. And I've always liked it because it feels like sort of that 3d realization of like Mario three, but it looks like that Bowser's fury expansion is going to be one giant open area, sort of a la, you know, Mario 64. Which is fine, but that that's not why I gravitated towards that game, I guess. Mm-hmm. Still excited. It looks yeah. cool. My kids lost their shit when they saw that Bowser Jr. is just the co-op partner to Mario for some reason. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. And then the the giant like Super Saiyan cat Mario <laughs> with the Gigabell was pretty cool. It looks really well crafted. I mean, I'll, I'll give it that. I mean, the first one was too. That's a really great game with multiple players until you get to like world three and then the levels get way too complex to be having, having people just like struggling behind you. But I yeah. do stand by it being like one of the best co-op experiences, at least for the majority of it in a Mario game. Plus you get to see what's going on in that pipe. Yeah, that's the coolest part. And now there'll be online co-op, which will be nice. So if we all buy copies, we can just buy a 3D world together. Mm-hmm. Great. Yep. Which that reminds me, after we get done with this, I should probably pre-order those Cat Amiibo before I can't. Because, <laughs> damn it, they sucked me in with those Cat Amiibo. Gotta get them. You're going to have to expand your shelves now. No, I've just kind of been sticking them in random places. Like, you know, I just have like a random amiibo here or there. Those, those shelves are full. I can't can't do it. I thought about just going nuts one day and just unboxing them all. Just like sort of a fit of rage and just ripping the cardboard off and throwing it. Because I could save a ton of room. But I really like the cardboard on most of those amiibo. So the only ones that don't get uh, to keep their cardboard are the god-awful Animal Crossing Amiibo because I give no shits about them so they're unboxed. I throw away the packaging because I don't need that on my shelf. Nobody likes them. Fact. They're they're single-handedly responsible for taking down the stock of all Amiibo. It's what killed Amiibo in store shelves. You see them everywhere, though. Mm -hmm. You did, yeah. Oh, you're looking for that Amiibo? We don't have that, but we have these Animal Crossing ones. Yeah. Don't know if you're familiar with these. <laughs> Blowing the Here's dust off everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then you'd see them at the thrift stores, too. They'd be marked down to, like, two bucks, and there's still, like, 20 of them nobody wants. <laughs> Can't give them away. I did uh, just buy uh, Captain Toad for Wii U with the, the Amiibo bundle. It's like, holy oh, shit, really? I haven't seen that in a long time. Yeah. Which, which store did you find that at? That was Southern Minnesota somewhere. Yeah. And that was in the clearance bin? Yep. Nice. What did you pay for it? 15 bucks. And the box was kind of like people, it's been kicked around that store for a while. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's worth it for the Amiibo plus the yeah. game for yep. sure. That's funny. Yeah. I haven't seen that forever either. Or Wii U in period. Right. Right. We saw what? Two copies of like Snoopy, I think, at yeah. two different Walmarts, and that was about it. You see Star Fox every mm. once in a while too, but yeah, it was that one sat there for a long time, didn't it? Mm. That I, oh, that killed Star Fox, I think. I did see that one of the stores in town when I was looking for those deals the next day had uh, Tokyo Mirage sessions for the Wii U for fifteen. 
Oh, like, wow. that's funny because you're selling the Switch version for 10, but <laughs> it's, pro- it's still probably worth more than that in the Wii U, actually. I don't know yeah. what the value is. Who knows, but it's theoretical because who- why would you play it that way, really? Because the Wii U is fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> My kids still play the crap out of mine. I, I'll have almost no reason to go back to it now, except for Wind Waker HD and now that 3D World's coming across, that might just be about it. Mm-hmm. Wonderful 101, because I haven't bought that yet for the Switch, I guess. I don't think the other Zelda made it over either, but I think you can be alright not playing that one. Which one? Twilight Princess. Oh, yeah. HD. Yeah. I bought that one mostly for the Amiibo, and I didn't feel good about it. <laughs> <clears throat> Any Zelda where you don't play as Link just pisses me off. It's not good. I don't want to be whatever the hell they made me be, like the ten things in Majora's Mask, and I don't want to be a wolf. I just Which one was first? The one where Zelda became a wolf or Sonic became a wolf? Um Sonic, probably, right? What was that one called? Sonic Unleashed? Sonic Unleashed. I know that one was on PS2 though, too. So it it's like right around that same time. Yeah, well, Twilight Princess dropped start of or start of Wii, end of GameCube. So yeah, it wouldn't have been too far out, but I bet it predated it. Do you think it was a dig? Do you think they were just like, <laughs> we're going to ride a wolf because Sonic sucks? Yeah. Of course, it won't tell me right away. I'm not sure. Oh, no, it beat, uh, Zelda beat it by two years. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Cool. So it was Sonic copying. They're like, oh, that was a sweet idea. We should make Sonic turn into a wolf, too. Well, at least it didn't, you know, degrade him by having someone ride around on his back and boss him around. <laughs> so he's only the hero of Hyrule, you know. Just treat him like a pony. Yeah. So I went on an adventure this past weekend. Yeah. You guys went video game hunting. I stayed inside. And I um, I decided to take on a project that I've been wanting to do for a while. Is um, I wanted to build some type of massive arcade cabinets. One that you like sit in. Very Darius Burst-esque. Because buying a Darius Burst cab is pretty expensive the last one i found was whatever twelve thousand dollars and and it's in australia so shipping (laughs) it to united states would not be cheap so maybe 20 grand in the whole thing and so i just have a desire to play darius burst i don't want to go to the local um arcade it's just it's not my thing i don't want to go there i want to do it in the comfort of my own home so i found Darius Burst on Steam, and I found a way to link Steam to a Raspberry Pi. And uh, so I've been uh, programming a Raspberry Pi to make this big arcade, or in my head, it's going to be big. And so this past weekend, I made everyone, I was like, okay, we need a network in my house. And I I want uh, everything to be wired in. So that we can just get great connections and everybody's happy. I had everyone sweating, like 
running cables and drilling holes. Fortunately, like we don't have to do anything with the drywall. There's like attic space and stuff that you can run, run things. And so I'm super proud of running all these cables. Everyone's super proud. My father-in-law comes by. My father-in-law runs a uh, networking company and a very large networking company. And he came in and he's like, oh, what you guys working on? I was like, put it in a network. Look how awesome this is. And he looks just with this disgusted face. And he's like, why are you using that cable? I was like, well, isn't this the cable that you're supposed to use? He's like, that's not a networking cable. It was like, <laughs> I ran all of the wrong cables. And uh, so I um, I didn't run the correct Cat 6 something something. Well, doesn't Cat 5 work just fine, though? Um, it, It's not. It's not as fast, but. So I didn't have that either. I oh. picked up a wrong cable. Phone it, it wasn't phone line, was it? <laughs> no, it, I'm not that stupid. So, and he was just like, huh. And so, like, everybody's excitement of, like, look what we did just crashed. And he's like, well, I'll be over next weekend. I will fix this mess for you. The good news is you ran all of this crappy cable so that we can tie the real stuff on and just pull, pull it through. through. It's like, dang it. But okay, here's I my question you. for you. Like, why go to the extreme to run so much hard? Because you're still going to run a lot of shit off Wi Fi, right? Um, I mean, h- yeah. how many, how many endpoints do you realistically need networked? I'm just curious. Not that it's um, not worth your effort. I'm just, how many, how many spots are you hooking up? Uh, six. Six? How, what, what are you hooking up? Um, well, it's it's beyond the arcade, so I'm also plugging in TVs, plugging in you're, systems. You're going to hardwire televisions? Yeah. So my TVs have Ethernet, and I, I'm like, we will never buffer, ever. Uh, not that it, that's an issue, but again, this is the I was going to say, when has that ever been a it, It's never been an issue, but I feel like it's going to be. So. <laughs> oh my gosh. And so I'm like hardwiring all this stuff in into this network because I'm stupid like that. Captain and, Overkill, I like oh it. Oh man, but you yeah. you you really need to go gangster and start putting HDMI cables through the wall too. Okay, from like PC so, to. Oh, Doug, he's getting transition into this now. I can already tell. <laughs> <laughs> so of course I'm walking in Menards, getting like the stuff that I need, and I'm all proud. And then I stopped at. HDMI section like there and I'm not looking for HDMI and I was like oh this would be nice and Amber's like why would we ever oh her name's not Amber it's Bambi it's Baby Bambi oh Bambi (laughs) Bambi Bambi so she's Bambi was like what do you need HDMI for I was like to have i'm gonna run it through the walls and so did it's you get like the awesome. sockets that hook in on the backside uh so i didn't purchase them this go around but i will be back at menards this coming weekend because why not mm-hmm. right pc right it's to so the convenient. tv that's that, <sighs> that's amazing yeah I mean, I guess I love, I kind of revel in the fact that I can hook up a TV anywhere on my property and it doesn't need to be connected to anything. <laughs> and Nate's just like the opposite. He's like, 
fuck it. Like, it's bolted down. Like, <laughs> shit ain't going anywhere. Actually, so I moved my wireless router to a different section of my house just to see if I could speed everything up, like you said, moving modems and to the direct connection. Yeah. And so I did that, and my TV just did a slight buffer, like just like a skip. And I was like, oh, that's why we're doing this. We're, that's why we're wiring it. And <laughs> I was like, this, wow. this has never been a problem. And I'm like, nope, it's going to be a problem. We're, we're doing it. And so I decided if I'm building an arcade that I'm running off of steam, that I need a good solid connection. And, you know, I don't know. It's a little, it's overkill. 100% overkill. Yeah, I feel like and Trump I, should have commissioned you to build that wall. Some of bitch would have been done in like 20 feet thick. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm, with HDMI. So. <laughs> yeah, that. Uh, you got to run SCART cable through there too? What is it? You run some SCART cable through the wall too? I don't good. know what that is, but oh, I'm going to oh have gosh. to yeah. at this point. Tell me more. Pull <laughs> of a SCART adapter to his uh, oh gosh. PVM and look his console that would be great so i i want to wire in i don't know just wire in everything but i I think i'm excited to get building on it although i don't know how i want it to look exactly i don't want it to look like a darius burst cab yeah you do but i like the features in it there will be surround sound in it there will be led lights there will be it's going to be a it's going to be ridiculous, but I'm not quite a great woodworker, so I need help on that end for someone that has the skills to to help me with this beast. There was a part of me that was like, I'm going to make it out of all plexiglass. How cool would that be? See-through, but there's nothing to look at with a Raspberry Pi, so you have a big, giant, clear cab with like a little board and a whole bunch of Ethernet cable or whatever it is called, Cat6. So yeah. that's my adventure. Well, that's awesome. Very exciting. I know that the, you know, everybody says with technology advancing that wired is a uh, wave of the future. So <laughs> I'm yeah. glad you're ahead of the curve. Everyone's going, I go into stores. Hey, you guys got any wired phones around here? Really looking for that. I want one of those ones, you know, it's like I can fold it in half and uh, has the big yeah. antenna I can pull out. Looking about, for that Zach Morris thing. How yeah. about that 5G cable? I really want to get ahead of the cable. On that. Yeah, yes. <laughs> uh, so it's, it's overkill, but how are no, you? Your phones will still be wireless. How are you so. going to approach the vibration? Like, do you Google search yep. like arcade vibration and try and figure out how to make that Darius burst? Because that cabinet oh, has some sort of that, right? It's got it's got so, a, well, it's, it's a subwoofer in the seat, is what it is. So you just okay, put the base so in the seat and is. just crank yeah. it up. So the subwoofer that I plan on, I'm thinking about doing a what do they what do they call them sound sticks or sound bar sound mm-hmm. bar sound yeah. stick. <laughs> um, and so I'm going to put that, mount it somewhere in the cab, and then the sub will be in the seat because yeah. you, you got have to. Yeah, you have to seal that thing up tight so it just rattles. It's going to be awesome. Or it doesn't rattle, help. but shakes a lot. So I need you guys as consultants to make sure that this is like the coolest thing. Coolest thing ever. I had to stop myself. I was searching 
like, okay, what kind of screen do I want? I was like, I could just put a TV in there, a big TV. And then I was like, but I kind of like that like skinny curve. Uh, I was going to so, say, if you're going to do a PC monitor, get one with a curve that'll look badass. Yeah, it was or like the three monitors set up like all the way around. Yeah. So I, I need I need consulting because I, I don't want to make something chintzy. I, re- I really want it to be something awesome. I don't know if we're equipped to consult. You're like the most anal picky person I know. Like, I don't know that my input's going to. <laughs> No, but you guys know how to do stuff and how to make it look. I am volunteering to just test out the rumble. You tell me when you need someone to sit on the thing and just have a good time, and I'm there. (laughs) I need more rumble. I need more. (laughs) This is perfect. Now leave the room for 10 to 15 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Just hitting like the coin button over and over again. <laughs> yeah, no, That's I think it's gonna be cool that you're gonna attempt it. I think it'll be. We'll see if it works. I I hope it does. So what are you gonna uh, do? Like, you're gonna try and buy like a skin, right? Like, oh, although that's gonna be tough because it's gonna be a custom size cabinet. Because you're not just gonna paint the artwork on. You're gonna have to try and figure something no. out. I wanted to. So I know somebody in the like sign and wrapping business, and so like car wrapping and. So I was like, what if I wrapped a cab as, you know, my own custom artwork and then, right. I don't know. We'll see if that works. I don't want to paint, you know, plywood or. Right. No, you want uh, to do a wrap skin I for want sure. it to look really, really good. Yeah. So we'll see. I'm a little crazy. Nah, you're the fine. pie was the easy part. I had that all done in. Yeah, that was a little shocking to me because you went from like idea. Well, you've brought it up before, but you're like, I should do that. I was like, yeah, you should. And then like two days later, maybe not even I got a picture of your pie and you're like, done. Like, oh, okay, this is go time, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. And now now I'm to the part that is hard for me. It's the design and sucks right now, though, too, because plywood is so it's like. I don't know, six times more expensive than it was just a year ago because uh, of COVID. I mean, it's insane. Especially, and you're going to want to buy good quality plywood because yeah. you want the smooth finish, and that's not going to yeah. be cheap. I mean, you're probably going to be, I bet you'll be like 300 into it just in plywood, which mm-hmm. is nuts. Yeah. But whatever. I mean, if it's built to last, it'd be good. You know what well, you could do? Your plexiglass idea. Um, what you could do instead of... Um, the plexiglass, if you still build it out of wood, it'd be really cool, depending on your setup, to have side monitors that also display what the people in the cab are seeing. So if I'm outside the cab, I can watch you playing. Just an yes. idea. Or mount it on top. I don't know. So by the time this cab is done, I'll have 12 grand into it. Yeah. <laughs> it should have been like the it? Darius. It'd be like Darius. I should have just bought that. <laughs> so that would have been awesome. It'll probably yeah. weigh 1,500 pounds, too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I bet you it's... I'm sure it would be a beast, but I have, I have a good space for it. Um, I just, yeah, now it's, now it's the part that I don't like to do. I don't like woodwork or building things. I'm not handy. I just, I'm not good at that stuff. So you built another cabinet and it looks nice. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was good, but again, I'm, I'm perfectionist. So I have a really hard time. I look at something I'm like, ugh. I should have done this or this is, I don't know, too critical. 
Maybe you could turn it into your podcast booth too. There you go. I could. I thought about, I, I mean, I edit a lot of videos lately. And so I was like, I could just sit in there, edit videos. <laughs> I don't have to be in my laundry room. I could. Yeah. That'd be sweet too. But then the chair's got to be super comfortable. Mm. And I kind of wanted a, instead of sitting up, maybe sitting back a little bit. I, I don't know. So yeah, it's, how are you going to do that? Are you going to try and make a custom covered bench? Like, are you going to try and just do like yeah. a standard bench, like booth? So my of? mom can do upholstery and okay. she said that she would make a cushion for it, like a real quality cushion. So it's yeah. just figuring out the layout at this point. Uh, I do know a guy that my dad's connected with that has what do they call them? CNC machines. Yeah. So he has that for wood and metal. Mm. And so I was like, maybe that's something, I don't know. Try to coax him into doing something like that. This is going to cost you like 12 grand. <laughs> this is, Hey, if you, and then some stupid $35 raspberry pie, yeah. <laughs> it's all cosmetic. It's like putting at this spinners point. on the spinner rims on a geo Metro here. <laughs> what are right. we doing? <laughs> I got 10 grand in those rims, but uh, just don't carry my car away, please. (laughs) Don't pick it up. Well, that's exciting. I'm curious to see how that progresses. Yeah, it could be a disaster. We'll, we'll find out. So, but I do have a raspberry Pi, so that's cool. Yeah. Two of them now. Yeah. I still have not even turned on the one that I had an image built for me like over a year ago. Well, my to-do list. Next time you come back over to the arcade, I'm going to have to have you help me set that up. Yeah. Speaking con- of that, I, I, I have an arcade my- cabinet out of my shed. I got that freaking project cab that I've never gotten anywhere. Now I don't have space for, so. That you tried selling me. Well, yeah. It's still and a good I cab. Declined. It was 30 bucks. Then you're like, eh, I don't know. You're right. You just That's need to... Right. You're, you, I mean, you got the joystick still too, right? Me? Yeah, I got everything. Oh, well, Ryan, Ryan he has that X. You still have that X arcade, right? Like, yeah, I literally have everything I need just to drop it in and go. Yeah, I should just do it. Maybe, maybe if I put it on wheels, it could fit out in the garage. I just, I have to get a monitor. I got to repair the cab a little bit. I'd have to modify some stuff. Plus, I want to put a wine cooler in the bottom of it, where the double hmm. uh, coin slot thing used to be in the foot pedals, because it'd be a perfect fit. A wine cooler? You're so cultured. I don't, I don't even drink wine. You're, yeah. You got a you got a fancy arcade. Mine has wine. Yeah. <laughs> well, you were over there. The only thing that was in my fridge was water and bush light, so I wasn't really uh really wasn't doing too much with my current setup. But yeah, I don't know. I should maybe. I don't know. I'll have to look at that. I could probably make it work. It's just so tight with all those arcade one ups in there that Andy keeps finding for way too cheap. So. None this weekend, though. No, sadly. We got some Jaguar games, though. That's always great. Yeah, I saw that in the picture. You didn't say anything about those. Yeah, you they break tw- the NES up on me and nothing with the Jaguar. <laughs> yeah, 25 bucks a piece. I didn't even see him, and he's like, hey, Jaguar. I'm like, I'm literally, they were right in front of me. I don't know how I didn't see him, but yeah, both. And ones you didn't have. Well, one I, one I have loose, but I didn't have, I might have the manual for it, but I didn't have the box. So. And then the other one was like the Jet Li Dragon game. And that thing looked like new old stock, like it had never been played. So, yeah. And then Andy will, of course, I'll continue to build Andy's Jaguar collection as I do because I'm 
always upgrading and handing in my demos. So it's working out well for both of us. And I fit, I finally uh, picked up a turbo everdrive. So I am yes. set on turbo. I which, only had to try to convince you twice to buy them at game conventions. Yeah. But. Finally, Did you pop, pop that in? Was it full of ROMs? I haven't tried it yet, but okay. Yeah. He said he had it all set up and ready to go. That's sweet. It was funny because later he had the PC Engine case. I'm like, oh man, I can play PC Engine games. So I'm like looking through. I'm like, oh yeah, I'll take this one, this one, and then I'm like, oh yeah, I don't need to buy these. <laughs> yeah, you're like, I guess I'd buy these, but you already told me this, and I just died laughing, and he did not look as impressed. But yeah, yeah, that was a good buy. That was probably one of the best buys there. I mean, for eighty dollars, you don't have to worry about shipping it. You don't have to set it up. Yeah, and it's really kind of the best way to experience the turbo plays well very well <sighs> I'm trying to think what other topics we had well you want to talk about something that's probably going to age very poorly by the time our podcast comes out sure oh uh gamestop stock is at 350 dollars <laughs> which is yeah. absolutely crazy and it's kind of destroying <laughs> the whole the whole concept of capitalistic Wall Street. <laughs> yeah, this is interesting because it's a Reddit group, right? That did it as a lull. They decided they were going to start buying up stock to drive the price up, and yeah, it's working. Yeah, pretty much. Like there was and some it's signals. Stupid, because it's it's a company that's on the verge of bankruptcy. This is like this is totally ridiculous. Yep. But yeah, I saw the chart right before we logged on. I was like, the top four stakeholders, uh, stockholders, like the one guys went from like, I don't know, it was like 350 million or something to like billions, like cash out. Yeah. Yeah. That's what, that's the real thing. Like, what does it actually mean for the company? Probably not much. Like, right. But it, it could mean different ownership, I suppose, or. Although they've probably retained majority share. Yeah, I don't I imagine. Don't, who knows? It's just such a stupid thing. Yeah. The whole an, concept behind it and the idea and the fact that it worked is just dumb. Yep. And I mean, at the time of this recording, they don't really know what they're going to do. Like all the financial people are kind of freaking out because it's in a spot where it could just kind of keep doing this infinitely. <laughs> you know? Until people stop betting against it. It's weird. It's interesting. Yeah. Guess we all should have invested in GameStop. Who knew? I'm good. <laughs> I, just out of, like, I'm like, I wonder if this is happening to every, like, oh, this is going to die stock type thing. Sure enough, Sears has doubled in value the last two days. <laughs> Really? Yeah. Yikes. Are we ready for another like uh crash? It's all it's all pretend. Everything's pretend here. Uh the sad the sad stories that come from GameStop. It's just amazing. Yeah, I, I wonder how it'll all play out and how this actually ends. Yeah. I mean by the time this is recorded, like something's gonna happen. Either they're gonna like suspend the the trade of it for a while or i don't know yeah 
It's nuts. Did you see, um, this is less exciting, but as you see, um, kind of ties into the next topic you wanted to bring up too, that <clears throat> game pass, they announced it reached 18 million, um, subscribers. Wow. Which when you think about that, like the gaming population in the U S and stuff like that's a significant amount. That's take that's, that times 10 bucks, 16. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 16 bucks. What is there? Some dollars. There? Let me do this quick. I was just looking up the lifetime sales of the Xbox one because it's got to be a good chunk. Holy. 288 million a month. Jeez. Yes. That's pretty good, right? I mean, yeah, it's pocket change. Yeah. I mean, they're doing okay. So yeah, that, you know, when you put that into perspective, because the whole model of Game Pass is obviously built on scale. It's like, yeah, no wonder they're able to like get some of these higher quality games earlier than ever. I mean, they don't last forever. I mean, they get taken down after a few months, but yeah, I can see why EA and um, Ubisoft are, are considering, you know, both jumping in because get some of that cash. The revenue stream's clearly there, and I can mm -hmm. only imagine it's going to get stronger going into this next generation but you you'd mentioned the news story broke andy and you were a little more familiar with it with me or than me but um it sounded like they tried to push people into game pass and like screw everyone over on xbox live yeah they doubled the price of xbox live if you only want that so it would be 120 a year 10 bucks a month which is ridiculous for paying for just to be able to play online which is kind of a dumb thing to begin with now right i mean pc is exists so but uh obviously it was a ploy to be like yeah but you could buy you know game pass ultimate for 15 a month and get it with it and all these free games so that was the obvious play there but people got super pissed about it and they ended up like backtracking saying no we're not raising prices and then they actually said that all free-to-play games will not require the xbox live anymore as well so they kind of actually yeah, how that wasn't already the thing kind of blows my mind yeah i think ps plus how many people are actually doing xbox live though i would I, guess most people who have xboxes because like that's kind of in the bread and butter for Microsoft is Xbox Live. So I think most people that are really on Xbox are in that ecosystem. I would say it's a higher percentage than PlayStation for sure. Especially the I only play Call of Duty, I only play Madden. Yes. Players, those are they could give a shit less about Game Pass, I think. So they just want sure. the live. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I think that's always been like the the best thing about Microsoft's consoles is is that live like they they had it dialed in since the original console um, when that launched I mean it was already a great service and then it got amazing during 360 and still been good yeah but I think it's everybody's really, caught up at this point where yeah, it's I mean, almost the, Sony finally got it on the PS4 like it, it took a long time yeah well when... and let's not say everybody because. There might be one company out there who still doesn't well. understand it. But. <laughs> They're only 20 bucks a year. Whatever. <laughs> 29 now for the family plan. Well, yeah, but you get Zelda 2 on it, so it's 
That's a watch. It's true. Makes up for it. Yeah. And I'm just giving my f- friends and family free. My family plan, I still have a couple of slots. I just give it out to anyone who I see with the Switch. I'm like, hey, you get online, free. Yeah, I feel like I owe you money. I'm sure I do. Are you part of my family plan? Yeah, I am. Okay. Yeah, I got you. Or my, yeah, thank you. Yeah, I got you, my son. My son. Is he in there too? Yeah. That's all right. I'm going to pay and for I it anyway. Dime. It's okay. It's cheap. I can afford it. Okay. Let me know when it gets hard. It's also the thing that's like. (laughs) Biff, you filthy animal. (laughs) I regret saying that one. (laughs) You know, the way I did. I had, I had a passing like itch to do the stone age gamer crossover and take those two episodes and just do like a massive out of context. Like I haven't done in forever and just send it to those guys and see what they would think. They'd probably be like, what the <laughs> fuck did we just sign up to? That would be hilarious. It would be. And it might have to happen. Yeah. We'll see if I get bored like one week night here and just go through and just cut all the chunks. I mean, just together. think of the bidet talk. Oh, I know. Gosh. I know. That's where I went right away. <laughs> then there was, a. We, I think porn got brought up in both parts of that probably by me just gonna be honest there but <laughs> yeah and then i think there was that part too uh about well, like, yeah, the black curtain sitting on when a dick or something renting games yep. yeah where chris was sitting on a dick that'd be pretty awesome not to sit on a dick out of context <laughs> that would well, okay all right this is just getting worse anyway let's go back to what were we talking about x <laughs> Zelda 2 (laughs) gosh my apologies yeah I want to talk briefly again only because it's come back up you know several months ago there was that joke uh clearly everyone thought Kentucky Fried Chicken was razzing Sony and Microsoft and announcing their KFC console that was gonna warm your bucket of chicken and play games well it turns out I guess it's not a joke and there's going to be a console that's going to warm your chicken and play games in 4k. <laughs> and they're, yes, they're actually putting this out. Uh, yeah, we might actually have delicious Kentucky fried chicken and a video. So when you console. power it on, you know, the Taco Bell ones have the Taco Bell bell, the, like the mm-hmm. Xbox or yeah. PlayStation or whatever it is. So with this, what what happens when you power it on? It's a good question. Finger looking good. I know they were like touting how uh, they're working with this design company to just make sure that like all the heat ventilation from the console will circulate into the the chicken warmer you know center of this console. So it's a genius plan to recirculate. So KFC is doing that well, huh? They're doing doing make that happen. I mean, you kind of almost have to buy it, right? Like, if this thing actually comes out and it's under 200 bucks, you kind of almost have to get one, I, I feel like. And then would you buy a bucket of chicken just to set it No, in I it? hate their chicken. It's terrible. I'd go to Popeye's or something. Well, I can't eat any of it because I'm on that damn keto diet right now, so it doesn't matter. Is it? Do you think it would, like, classify as, like, an air fryer then? Like, can you look up air fryer recipes? and Probably. <laughs> You would think so, right? Multi-purpose. I'm, I'm gaming and cooking some chicken wings. <laughs> yeah, put a pot roast in. You're just like, yeah, I got to play for like ah, four to five hours. Need this puppy to get 
190 degrees on the inside. So, uh, honey, I'm going to be here a while. <laughs> yeah, it's so ridiculous. And we'll see if it actually comes out. But the fact that they're sticking with this thing, it's actually potentially not a joke is kind of incredible. Wow. Do they have a drawing of any sort? Oh, yeah. Yeah, here, let me. I um, have to look this up. Let's see. Yeah, you should Google it. KFC console. It and looks And then it's going to awesome. be like the console wars of the chicken companies. Chick-fil-A has got one. Popeye's got one. You can't play it on Sunday, though. Chicken. What? Chick-fil-A. Yeah, you can't play it on Sunday. <laughs> it doesn't work. <laughs> we're on the road trip, and we we're trying to find something to eat on Sunday, because like, I'm trying to find something that'd be keto. I'm like, oh, there's a Chick-fil-A. They've got just like non- you know, breaded chicken, right? And you're like, yeah. So we pull up and I'm like, it looks closed. And then Andy explains that they're closed on Sunday, which I did not know. I guess I'm not enough of a Chick-fil-A buff, but good for them. It's good. Bad for bad for me. <laughs> I ended up eating beef the jerky and cheese KF from Walmart. KF Council. The KF Council. Yes. That looks like an air fryer. Yeah. 100% yeah. looks like an air fryer. It looks kind of cool though, right? The console wars are over. Yeah. I, I'm going to keep my eye on this thing. If this actually comes out, I might have to buy one. I'm not going to lie. The KF console is VR ready and supports ray tracing. What? <laughs> How's it VR ready? <laughs> I don't know, but it's. This is. Uh, storage is a pair of PCI NVM Seagate Barracuda one terabyte SSDs. <laughs> It's already better Which than the current gen of consoles. Which is twice the storage you'll find on the Xbox Series X. Well, that's awesome. And nearly three times that of a PS5. Um, not really quite fast, but still very zippy. Uh, at the heart of the KF console is an Intel Nuke 9 Extreme Compute Element, which houses an Intel Core i9 processor. So they're just and, building a machine to run Steam, basically, yeah. it sounds like. They're not going to have any proprietary games. There's also a hot swappable GPU, um, so you can upgrade it down the road if you wanted to. Right. Get more heat to crisp that chicken. 4K, 240 FPS. I wonder if it's like a Linux kernel, then? Or if it's... I like the kernel <laughs> joke you get. Yeah, nice tie I, in I, was, there. I was like, good one, yeah. Andy. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like they're just building a beast PC and saying, hey, buy this for <laughs> let's two add some, grand. Let's add some heat to the bottom of it. Yeah. That's what PCs yeah. love. Hot <laughs> and grease. <laughs> uh, these, that's crazy. It's funny, though. It's tempting. You know, it has more of a shot coming out than that. What? Amico? Atari. Well, the, the Atari thing's out. People are getting them. Retro Rob got one. What? Yeah, they're using them. I didn't them. know that. Yeah, yeah. It's. I feel like that's bigger news to drop than because we've been talking about that for years. Yeah, no, it is out. It just kind of <laughs> snuck out. It works. I mean, what do you play on it? The games that they have on it, which isn't a lot. I mean, there's the pre-installed games and then a very. In Rob's video, it looks like a very thin selection of games on the shop. Some of them are clearly too expensive, but you can also dual boot it, right? Like you can just boot into Linux and use it as a pc so i mean worst case they delivered the console like they promised and you can also use it as a mid-range or low-end pc to do other stuff so i don't know it's it's not like a complete train wreck it maybe isn't 
That's not KFC thing. good though. Right. I don't know, it looked pretty neat. The the one thing I did like was they have um um a wireless take on the original 2600 controller but then the stick is also a turn dial it's like when you're playing tempest mm. you can actually play it properly for a change um or if they did like an arkanoid port or something at some point but how did <clears> i not hear about this yeah because they kind of just snuck out i mean there wasn't a lot of fanfare and i think it's just getting out to backers now um well so spe- speaking of the linux kernel i think that you can like download that the one that they have oh, on really? the atari and basically turn any Linux any machine into that. To it, yeah. So then at that point, you're almost just paying for the aesthetic of it. And then, which is I don't know, probably the best part of it anyway. But yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, he was showing like I was watching Rob's video and he was showing how you can just like pair any Bluetooth controller to recognize Xbox and PS4 and stuff. So it's it's pretty good. I mean, it looked decent. It was better than I was expecting, to be honest. I mean. I didn't even know that it was ever going to come out. So it, it's on GameStop's website. Oh, oh, that's okay, why the well. stock's up so high. Yeah, that's why it's going up, boys. Yeah, it'll be one of those things that like nobody will own, so it'll become super rare. I'm sure, collectible. But now we need the Amico, which I heard got delayed again. And the or Poly Amico. and the Poly Mega. Do you see that? Uh, I mean, I kind of figured that was dead in the water, but what's up? Uh, they were like, Walmart's not like emailing them back because Walmart signed a contract or whatever to sell them in store. Sell them, yeah. And they keep emailing Walmart and they're like not answering them. So now they're like, oh, I guess Walmart's not going to sell them. So buy them from our website now, which also says that they're going to be delayed. And yeah, it's, it's a whole mess. Well. I'm sure Walmart's not going to sell them because Walmart's whole model is about naming the price point. Like you can't take a console that you probably opened up those discussions with, with that thing selling it like the couple 300 it was supposed to. And now it's like a $700 thing. Yeah, right. Of course. I mean, why would, Wal- why would Walmart do that? There, it yeah. makes no sense. It, they would never sell. I mean, I feel like Walmart learned the that same lesson about- after like that, you know, remember when they had the steam boxes for a while? Like you can find them at Walmart. I'm yeah. sure Walmart's like, no, this is a terrible idea. Yeah. But I would have said the same thing about arcade one-ups, but they're all in on those. Yeah, that's true. That is true. <laughs> but rednecks like big things that go, bloop, bloop. they don't like <laughs> little retro consoles. I don't think. No. Right? America. I feel like you made every every sound effect of the Atari right mm-hmm. there. Pretty bow, much. Bow. No, you forgot. <laughs> and then the walking. Yeah. Every oh, game. That's. So and then the explosions. <laughs> <laughs> that's the worst part now about Dig Dug is it only it only makes noise when you walk. Like the music no, is only the- during the when you're walking. <laughs> so that's the first thing my son does. He gets dressed ready for school in the morning. Then he turns it on and I'm like still half asleep. So it's like he walks <laughs> for a little bit. The music's on and then sits there and just pumps and doesn't do anything. And then I feel like I fall asleep and then it just music comes on. It's not a it's not an even. Uh, even experience, I don't think. 
I kind of miss the walk aesthetic in games. Walking sounds being a substitute for proper like sound effects and music is timeless. <laughs> I, I want someone to put out like a modern 3D open like give me Breath of the Wild, but just the only sound effects is Link on that's it. Wonderful. ASMR. <laughs> what would they? It would be like Zelda Breath of the Wild. <laughs> that's it'll be the that's the sequel to Zelda Sound of the Footsteps. <laughs> Sound of the Footsteps. Yep, that's the official name for the second one. Ever- now in VR ASMR. Oh, everybody's like, when is, when is Link finally going to say some words? And you're like, I just want to hear his feet. <laughs> <laughs> mm. So Vicarious Visions. Oh, yeah, you mentioned this a little bit when we were out road hunting. You said they got snatched up, huh? Yeah, the guys that did the excellent Tony Hawk one and two. Ooh, you got very like boom mic voice now. Oh, really? Yeah, you're like deep and sexy. Ooh. See something like I want to rub your insert whatever you want there. Whoa, yeah. Say pump you up, dig dug. What happened there? I know you're a little better now. How about now? There you go. Better. That's better. Yeah. Sounds like you. You sound like a normal human okay. being at Barry this point. White instead anymore. of Barry White. Oh, oh nice. I, I'm gonna go reference. back. Oh, yeah. I got a dig dug for you. <laughs> Pump it up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. How do we have a show? Yeah, I don't know. Hashtag blessed. Oh, we put it on ourselves and we get paid for it. Uh, yeah, that's oh. yeah. yeah, that's right. For some reason. <laughs> Have you listened to us? <laughs> uh, oh, anyway, yeah. So, Tony Hawk one, two. The guys that made those guys, they're they're doing Blizzard now. Yeah, and you said they were like not only Blizzard, but they were like specific parts of development. They're just, it just says they're going to be a studio that helps Blizzard. So, huh. I don't even know what that means. It's like so crappy to like take a talent like that and just. If I were on that team, I would probably be looking elsewhere, right? This seems like one of those moves where like half the people leave the team and start their own studio and make stuff, right? Yeah, I mean, you're already making remasters, so like you're doing a very good job at that. So but you're still making an old game. So right. it's not very creative make, at that point. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think a lot of people get into game development. They're like, you know what I want to do? I, I really just want to take somebody else's game and just port it to other things and make it a little nicer. Yeah. You know I mean? Yeah, that's an, that, not to put anybody down. They're incredible at their job, and that's an amazing achievement. But you, you'd think most of those people are there for, I mean, they got, they're, they're creative personalities. They want creativity and freedom to do original stuff and you know blizzard as a whole is not at this point 
known for originality. They have a few properties and they put games out every eight years and then they continue to work on World of Warcraft. So it's kind of, you kind of got to wonder what they're going to have them working on. Yeah. Is it like Overwatch skins or is it right? Or if they stay in the remastered game, you know, Diablo 2 is probably due, right? Yeah. I mean, Diablo 2 seems like it's needed a reboot. But I mean, I, gosh, I wonder if Blizzard's even willing to attempt that after the Warcraft 3 fiasco. Mm, yeah. That still boggles my mind that not only did they update and bastardize their game, but it forced and patched out the actual game. Like that that that, does, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, and I don't even know how far does that reach? Like do the old copies like it, if you bought it through Blizzard or Battle.net or whatever, you yeah. can't play it, but you have to play the new one. But even if you have the old discs, I wonder. I think you'd have, yeah, you'd have to do it like in an offline mode, right? So it didn't try yeah. to update itself. I think yeah. it's the only way you could experience it. Cause yeah, there would be, <laughs> that'd be, that'd be it. And then I suppose it doesn't connect to servers and stuff. So you're losing part of what people really liked about that. It's mm-hmm. just an absurd step. You can't know, play, we'll... can't play Dota one. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. They did come out of that. Forgot about that. Maybe they'll put like Tony Hawk. Maybe there'll be like a Tony Hawk uh, in World of Warcraft game where like all the levels are set in torn villages and just Azeroth in general. Oh man, that'd be that'd be cool. Just Tony Hawk ripping out, ripping up through you know all the Activision properties. That'd be cool. Yeah, would be sweet weird though did it did it say anything about like a purchase price or anything or was that no, i mean they're, they're pretty much the same company it was just that they, that <laughs> yeah i suppose because activision re- had them yeah yeah they're just restructuring them yeah i forgot about that activision blizzard it's so weird just i mean it's been that way for a long time so i guess it should be in my head but yeah i don't know i mean so many of those like <laughs> funny you think about blizzard too and like it's just that whole era of like they were so prolific for so long and then the same with valve and how both of those companies are just like i mean valve's just steam i mean gabe newell says they're working on like five games right but what the hell does that mean (laughs) nothing so yeah it's weird that these massive powerhouses have just kind of been idle for a long time I mean, obviously, Blizzard still has stuff coming out, and Overwatch is great. WoW is still kicking, and Diablo 3 is still awesome. But strange that they're partnered with Activision. Well, friends, it's time to wrap it up. <laughs> You're just really leaning <laughs> into them tonight, aren't you? I don't know if that's what I needed to say, but it is. It's time to wrap it up friends we appreciate you thank you for listening to this awesome podcast we really appreciate you uh make sure you send us your emails we would love to hear from you comments questions concerns tell us some of the retro games that you're jumping into maybe your experience with zelda 2 and how much you hate it as much as i do Uh, but send those emails to us we'd love to see them 
You can send them at weekendrentalpodcast at gmail.com. Make sure you are following us on all of our social media, Twitter, Facebook, not Instagram, because we do not have Instagram <laughs> in that. So that's, uh, that's news to me. So that's all I had. My friends, you can find all things Weekend Rental at weekendpodcast.com and at geekade.com. Be kind, friends. Rewind. Rescue Rangers 2. Invest in Sears. I hate you, Ryan. <laughs> Uh. Yes. <laughs>